Hello friends, welcome to the podcast. Yesterday it was Buddha Purnima. I extend my best wishes to all the listeners and I thought it would be an apt occasion to discuss its significance. So often listeners would have come across this argument that Buddhism and Jainism are subsets of Hinduism only. Ki Buddhism or Jainism to Hinduism ka hi part hai. So you would have heard this argument and the person making it would do it with a sense of authority and finality and would typically belong to the upper middle class strata of India. He or she would invariably claim himself or herself to be a non-political or an apolitical person, yet their stated argument or opinion ki Buddhism to Hinduism ka hi part hai, is nothing but a subtle cultural politics at work. They don't realize it because they never thought deeply about it. If you would ask them to elaborate and list 10 points of difference between Hinduism and Buddhism, they won't be able to do so. Yet, strangely, they would assertively claim Buddhism as a lesser body of thought and feel a misplaced sense of superior, superiority among themselves. So, on Buddha Purnima, let's try to understand in very simple words why Buddhism is not Hinduism and what's the reason behind the famous argument of keeping Buddhist thought within the Hindu fold. Welcome back friends. Obviously Buddhist philosophy is over 2500 years old and it has many layers or branches just like any major philosophical stream of thought would have like Christianity has its own subparts, Islam has it. Similarly, Buddhism in Sri Lanka would be different from Buddhism as practiced in Tibet or maybe as administered by the society in Myanmar. So, as we had discussed in our first podcast that we should try to understand and contextualize a particular concept geographically and historically. So geographically, alag-alag jagoon par concept ka interpretation alag hota hai aur historically time scale par usme cheeze evolve hoti hai, judti hai, ghatti hai and same is true for Buddhism. But agar hume ek major foundational principle identify karna hai ki unique identifier kya hoga Buddhism, uh, Buddhist thought ka ya Buddha ka to the best way to go about it is to we can do well to recall कि हमको जब हम आग बंद करके गौतम बुद्ध का नाम लेते हैं या उनके बारे में सोचते हैं तो हमें क्या इमेज दिमाग में आती है how do we visualize the buddha so the most common image which comes to your mind और आपको भी आई भी होगी is the image which you have seen the most of गौतम बुद्ध and what is that sort of image a monk in his robes with matted hair who is serenely meditating in silence. Arthat Gautam Buddha, Dhyan Mudra mein baithe huye hain. There's peace, there's complete silence, there is no activity, 
no halla gulla there's no awaz there's no jhagda there's no fight it's just calmness and tranquility all around why so because buddha has overcome all the set of humanly emotions and desires he has traversed beyond the human desires of attachment expectations and when there are attachments and expectations there occurs their unfulfillment which leads to sorrow thus buddha or buddhism in its foundational essence means or expresses to extinguish the human desire arthat buddh ye signify karte hain ya ye darshate hain unki imagery jis tarah se hum dekhte hain wah ek us avastha ko प्रदर्शित करती है जहाँ पर कोई कामनाएं, इच्छाएं, भौतिक सुख सुविधाएं, जो भी हमारे विचार हैं आशाएं हैं चीज़ों के प्रति आकर्षण हैं उन सब के परे एक शून्य की अवस्था में पहुँचना इज़ वॉट बुद्ध एंड द कोर फिलोसफी ऑफ बुद्धिज़म सिग्निफाई कि हम हमारी सारी डिज़ायर्स को एक्सटिंग्विश करके एक शून्य में तल्लीन हो जाए एंड हाउ आर वी गोना एक्सटिंग्विश आर ह्यूमनली डिजायर्स बेसिकली थ्रू एक्सटेंसिव मेडिटेशन विच वी कैन डू इंडिविजुअली एंड एज वेल एज कलेक्टिवली एज पार्ट ऑफ अ मोनास्टिक ग्रुप तो हम हमारी सारी इच्छाओं को कैसे ख़त्म करेंगे थ्रू एक्सटेंसिव ध्यान करके पहले हम एक एक संघ का एक ऐसे भिक्षुओं का के ग्रुप में मेडिटेट करेंगे और फिर इंडिविजुअली एक्सटेंसिवली तप करके वी विल रीच द काइंड ऑफ स्टेट विच बुद्ध और द बुद्धिस्ट थॉट इमेजिन्स और सिम्बलाइजेस so the next question which arises is does such things happen aisa hota hai kya is it humanly possible to let go of all your desires obviously not the best example would be of the lines at the wine shop just next day when the lockdown was eased in certain cities and probably the whole of indore would be waiting anxiously as to when do we start partying at छप्पन एंड शराफा जो सबसे फेवरेट खाने के जॉइंट्स हैं प्लेसेस हैं इंदौर में सो so, हम हमारी इच्छाओं को एक्सपेक्टेशंस uh, को डिज़ायर्स को कटल नहीं कर सकते इन अ वे डिज़ायर्स मेक अस ह्यूमन सो बुद्धिज्म इन इट्स एसेंस इज लाइफ निगेटिंग कॉन्सेप्ट एंड नॉट अ लाइफ अफर्मिंग वन अर्थात बुद्ध का स्रोत अपने केंद्र में जीवन त्याग को महत्व देता है जीवन को नकारने को महत्व देता है नाउ कंट्रास्ट दिस विद द डोमिनेंट मींस द मोस्ट पावरफुल स्ट्रैंड ऑफ हिंदुइज्म और हिंदू थॉट 
the beauty of hinduism lies in its non-linearity and the amazing rich plurality of thought and the complex web of stories which we have been handed down from generation to generation so imagine how differently gods are portrayed as contrasting with the common imagery of buddha which we discussed so in hinduism they are colorful they have special weapons i'm talking about the gods and goddesses jinki murti ya jinke pictures aap har jagah dekhte hain so the gods and goddesses have special weapons and objects in their hands which have their own specific meanings and values attached to it there's sound and music where the god resides god resides in the temple and there's variety of food offerings to the god and they are dressed differently uh, according to the occasion and seasons and places so all this symbolizes life so primarily hinduism is in its most dominant and popular sense popular form a life affirming school of thought life affirming matlab jeevan ko jeene ka ya jeevan hai manushya hai to इच्छाएं हैं डिज़ायर्स हैं और ये जीवन तो रहेगा सो हाउ डू वी फेस इट सो रादर देन लाइफ निगेटिंग जीवन को त्यागना या जीवन को नकारना द हिंदुज़म्स डोमिनेंट स्कूल ऑफ थाट वुड आर्ग्यू दैट लाइफ इज़ गिवन इट्स गोना हैपन वॉट्स गोना हैपन सो बेटर फेस इट एंड नाउ इट गिवस डिफरेंट स्ट्रैटेजीज टू हाउ टू फेस लाइफ for different situations and different people or different set of people which can be done through either very ritualistic path it could be done through a devotional path it could be done through yoga it could be done through various other strands of hindu thought which in a way gives you a path to follow so you find that in later hindu texts that is those which were compiled or created after the buddhism as arisen and spread across india they were in a way a counter argument to the prevailing or popular buddhist philosophy and the best example could be the gita bhagavad gita which is the most famous and popular hindu text it can be one of the example which is as a counter narrative to the buddhist thought and which is emphasizing very strongly on the social duty of an individual ki aap jo ek vyakti hain uski samajik kya bhumika hogi kyunki aapne agar apna jeevan jiya hai to usko banane mein ya aapke privileges mein aapke jeevan jeene mein samaj ka aur aap jahan hain uska bhi yogdan hai to fir aapka kartavya kya banta hai उसके ऊपर एक्सेसिव एम्फिसिस गीता में हमें देखने को मिलता है जो सबसे उसकी पॉपुलर या कॉमन अंडरस्टैंडिंग है ऑब्वियसली दिस इज़ अ वेरी इम्पॉर्टेंट थाट जिसको सब लोग अपनी जैसी उनकी ज़रूरत है उस तरह से इंटरप्रेट कर सकते हैं सो इट कैन बी इंटरप्रेटेड वेरी इन अ वेरी कंस्ट्रक्टिव पॉजिटिव वे if we look at from the societal perspective or it can also be a call to war so coming back to buddha or the buddha purnima now buddha never or buddha would not have advocated that elaborate rituals to be 
परफॉर्म्ड या उनको याद किया जाए और कैसे पूजा की जाए या वॉट ऑल थिंग्स हैव टू बी डन ऑन बुद्ध पूर्णिमा बिकॉज ही एडवोकेटेड नथिंगनेस ही एडवोकेटेड जस्ट कम्प्लीट स्टिलनेस कम्प्लीट ज़ीरो दैट यू हैव टू जस्ट एक्सटिंग्विश ऑल योर ह्यूमनली डिजायर्स तो बुद्धा ने तो ऐसा एडवोकेट किया नहीं होगा कि बुद्ध पूर्णिमा ऐसे बनाई जाए या क्या रिचुअल्स फॉलो किए जाए सो ही डन प्रीच इलेबरेट रिचुअल्स और ऑब्जेक्ट्स ऑफ रेवरेंस और डीफिकेशन कि कुछ ऑब्जेक्ट्स को बड़ा मान दिया जाए सम्मान दिया जाए बट पैराडॉक्सली पैराडॉक्सिकली हिज फॉलोअर्स डिड द सेम विथ हिम दैट इज बुद्धा हिमसेल्फ तो जो स्तूपाज हम जाते हैं देखते हैं अलग अलग जगह पे स्तूपाज हैं एंड ऑब्वियसली द अर्लीस्ट स्तूपाज आर इन इंडिया बिकॉज बुद्धिज्म ओरिजिनेटेड फ्रॉम इंडिया सो स्तूपाज दी स्तूपाज कंटेन द रेलिक्स ऑफ बुद्धा और द अर्लीस्ट ऑफ हिज डिसाइपल्स सो उनके बाल के अवशेष या उन ऐसा कहा जाता है ऐसी मान्यताएं हैं कि जो स्तूपा है उसके अंदर जो अर्थ का माउंड अर्थ का माउंड बना दिया और उसके ऊपर हमने एक दूसरा स्ट्रक्चर क्रिएट कर दिया सो दैट बिकम्स स्तूपा एंड सो इट इन अ वे इन इट्स कोर होल्ड्स मे बी अ टूथ और अ पार्ट और अ फ्रैगमेंट ऑफ अ बोन और अ हेयर ऑफ अ ऑफ अ ग्रेट बुद्धिस्ट मंक और बुद्धा हिमसेल्फ सो वाई डस थिंग वाई डस सच फॉलोअर्सिप विच ट्रांजेंस इन टू अ सर्टन सेट ऑफ रिचुअल्स हैपन यह बहुत इम्पॉर्टेंट है कि हम इसको समझें सो वेन अ फाउंडेशनल मिथ और अ फिलोसफी इज प्रीज्ड बाई एन इनलाइटेंड गुरु लेट से सच एज बुद्धा आफ्टर हेम और हर इट टेक्स द फॉर्म ऑफ रूल्स एंड स्ट्रक्चर फॉर मीडिएटिंग सोसाइटी so the followers construct rules and laws you may say or how the society would be governed and they do it in the name of the enlightened guru or master who firstly preached the concepts so they seek legitimacy in the name of buddha and same happens with every school of thought so in other words what happens is after the foundational philosophy has been laid down it then takes up the form of an organized religion which in its root has its aim to control to direct and to run a society and the same happened with buddhism and hinduism in in the indian context so coming back to the question why upper caste hindus uh, who if not overtly hindutva supporters but within their hearts they do nourish their identity by considering their set of beliefs or their set of gods and rituals superior to every other faith or culture and they claim buddhism to be a subset or less magnificent thought than hinduism it's simple it's just subtle identity politics at work now we don't have sizable practicing buddhist uh, population left in india to challenge a build and challenge and build a counter narrative and secondly from 
the legal perspective as the law stands uh, in regards to Jainism, Buddhism and Sikhism. They are all clubbed into one category as opposed to Islam or Christianity. So Jainism, Buddhism, Sikhism are considered in with Hinduism as whole as one category and others in the different categories uh, for different set of uh, laws which we would be discussing at some later stage so every individual har ek vyakti ko ek pehchan ki zarurat hoti hai aur the set of beliefs which he adhere to are a profoundly uh, important and hence he sustains his nourishment or uh, to the his idea of self esteem when he feels that जो उसके बिलीफ्स हैं या जो उनके कर्म कार्य जो पद्धति है प्रार्थना की इबादत की या जो उसके रिचुअल्स में वैल्यूज इम्बेडेड हैं अकॉर्डिंग टू हिम वो सबसे श्रेष्ठ हैं सो ऑब्वियसली व्हेन यू वुड गो टू अ इस्लामिक सोसाइटी दे फील देयर वर्जन ऑफ इस्लाम इज़ द सुप्रीम सिमिलरली इफ यू विल गो टू द चाइनीज Uh, the core Chinese culture would consider itself to be the supreme in the world, and hence, uh, even people who uh, are uh, practicing Hindus, they will consider and they will slight. Uh, they would have always this slight sense of superiority, and which would make them assert or argue in sometimes. not convincingly because they have neither read hinduism in detail or neither read buddhism in detail but they will always make the statement ki buddhism to hinduism se hi nikla hai as if ki buddhism aur jainism hinduism ke bacche ho so it's okay they are entitled to do it but they must realize ki ye kyon ho raha hai and what is the politics behind it so a thoughtful nuanced position would be to celebrate the amazing diversity of thought and culture as it has been evolved in this beautiful land of indian subcontinent and like the iconic nirma detergent ads where uh, ladies bicker or quarrel about ki meri saadi tumhari saadi se zyada safed hai similarly rather than seeing cultures or different set of belief systems as antagonistic matlab paraspar virodhi या हरारकल हरारकल मतलब एक ऊंचे पायदान पर है एक नीचे पायदान पर है इस तरह से देखने के बजाय वी शुड सी कल्चर्स एज डिवर्स पार्ट ऑफ अ कंपोजिट होल एंड फ्रेंड्स हिंदुत्व वुड नॉट अलाउ यू टू कल्टिवेट द नेसेसरी एम्पथी टू व्यू कल्चर्स एंड बिलीव्स इन दिस ब्यूटीफुल वे सो इफ़ देर इज़ वन नारा और स्लोगन और ब्रह्म सूत्र जिसको हमें हर रेलवे स्टेशन हर मॉल हर टाउन गली नुक्कड़ चौराहे जल जंगल जमीन पहाड़ सब दूर पर गूंजना चाहिए दिखना चाहिए लिखाना लिखवाना चाहिए या सब लोगों को पढ़ना चाहिए वो सिर्फ यही एक मंत्र होगा कि हिंदुत्व इज़ नॉट हिंदुज़म हिंदुत्व हिंदू धर्म नहीं है बिकॉज फंडामेंटली हिंदुत्व इज एन पॉलिटिकल आइडियोलॉजी इट्स अ टूल टू मोबिलाइज पीपल फॉर पॉलिटिकल पर्पसेस 
and whose basic principle is to nurture, sustain and mobilize a feeling of alienation मतलब दूर करना एक दूसरे से and a feeling of hatred मतलब नफरत against primarily Islam Islam की विरुद्ध and secondly Christianity or any minor faith uh, which does not conform to their worldview or their definition of what constitutes a Hindu. So their definition obviously is way too narrow and even if a person slightly reads onto the rich text as evolved from Vedas to Upanishads to then Mahabharata to Ramayana to Gita to Puran and various other facets of Hinduism they will not even they don't even have to be an expert or a rich scholar to do so if they just scratch the surface they'll realize Hindutva is completely antithetical to the amazing body of plurality of thought which has evolved in the Indian subcontinent so in order to do so uh, in a way to capture their political objectives what happens is it becomes necessary to bring all diverse set of thoughts under one overarching umbrella एक बड़ी सी छतरी के अंदर हम सभी चीजों की diversity को कम कर दें नकार दें नगण्य कर दें और एक उसको overarching हिंदुत्व ideology की संग्या दें ठीक है दस इसीलिए यह claim कि जैनिजम और बुद्धिजम तो सब समानी है या हिंदू धर्म के ही पार्ट है इस तरह का क्लेम बनाया जाता है सो फ्रेंड्स वी वुड डिस्कस दीज कॉन्सेप्ट्स एंड डेवलप देम फर्दर इन लेटर एपिसोड्स ऑफ पॉडकास्ट बट द लार्जर ऑब्जेक्टिव और द लार्जर पॉइंट व्हिच आई विश टू मेक इज दैट वन वुड हैव टू लुक बियॉन्ड द रिचुअल्स और फेस्टिवल्स और ट्रेडिशंस एंड ट्राई टू सी द underlying value system which governs them so if your thought if there is an inherent thought of inequality ingrained in your minds you would never accept plurality it would be very difficult for you and secondly if you feel that uh, society or people or individuals are hierarchical hierarchical which means kuch log upar hain aur wo upar hi hain बिकॉज भगवान वॉन्ट्स दैम टू बी और भगवान क्रिएटेड इन दैट वे और कुछ लोग नीचे होते हैं बिकॉज भगवान और क्रिएटेड दैम इन दैट वे देन इट इज समथिंग विच यू शुड थिंक अपॉन एंड ट्राई टू रेस्ट योर माइंड फ्रॉम दोज सर्टन काइंड ऑफ कॉन्सेप्ट इन अ वे टू क्रिएट अ मोर इक्विटेबल वर्ल्ड सो आई विल एंड विद अ वेरी ब्यूटिफुल कोट विच आई कम अक्रॉस इन Uh, Devdutt Patnaik's works. I think Devdutt Patnaik would uh, is would should be considered a very profound public intellectual because what he his work is doing is to bring philosophy or mythology in a very user reader friendly way to people who might not have read about it. Because what happens is if you take up ancient texts, they are in a language which you do not know. so there is a problem of accessibility understanding and readability and plus the hindutva 
philosophy which we discussed would always emphasize that there are only certain people who are the purveyors or the kind of custodians to these rich intellectual or ancient text so they will always conform or they will always reject your interpretation as being false or being biased or being motivated which is not the case and hence we should end with a very profound statement which i read of him that consider truth to be a library of million books consider truth satya to be a library of million books obviously you and i cannot read million books or have million experiences of different truths but yes we should accord respect to maybe a master or a spirit or maybe a guru or an enlightened being who might have read 1000 2000 3000 books rather than one who is claiming and shouting by reading whatsapp forwards so there is there is truth is million book library and everyone is entitled to delve deep into it and everyone is entitled to their interpretation but yes one must always be cognizant that your interpretation should not take my life thank you